Sisters, on this episode number 158 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I'm one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge of the jury and the executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novacell. Oh, we're doing OG nicknames. I like it. Yeah, we're gotta, back. you got it. You gotta do the classic stuff every now and again. Nice. I can't, I can't like you know, I don't want to throw you off every week or myself for that matter. Sure, sure. Uh, on his left and my right, only in spirit, the volleyball and beast of the east who can make you laugh in three words or le- less. Ronnie Johantis. Miss you, right Ronnie. Now, some now, somewhere out there, he's going. Hi. <laughs> somewhere out. There. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Don't be, don't that. <laughs> Uh, and then last but certainly not least, that beautiful baritone voice you just heard, uh, the final member of our GMG quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Dr. Who on his brain and La Carreta in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Good, how are you? Eh, I'm here. Really? <laughs> I don't, I don't no, think you eh. should undersell this moment because, uh, Mark, you brought a little friend with you. I did. Um, making us... M- well, making us a true quadfecta, uh, fortunately, tonight. So could you please introduce our illustrious guest this evening? Yeah. So, of course, uh, our friend that is with us tonight, he is a, a television composer. Uh, he does uh, writing and recording and com- um, producing of music for a bunch of different television shows, much of which are part of our childhoods. Uh, and for that, I'm thankful. We have Mr. Ron Wasserman here. Ron, how are you doing, man? Great. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. Yeah, fantastic. Good, man. I'm really, I'm really glad that you came in just in time to fill in for our other Ronnie. So, yeah. Just so you know, you might be our backup for the future. If he doesn't want like... to be here, that's fine. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. you we are our like... resident Ron. <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate that. I'll take over. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah, man. So just just to let you know, and from what you could probably tell from from Patrick's background and some of my background, we are huge Power Ranger fans. Uh, you know, we we grew up with the show um, since its inception. Um, started the day before my birthday in 1993, so I was oh. pretty excited about that. <laughs> that um, make you, don't you just love it when someone tells you that, and you're like, "Wow, <laughs> way to make me feel old." <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. In <laughs> sorry. No, that's yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're 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 huge Power Ranger fans here. Mm-hmm. We we love the show and we absolutely love the music. Um, Thank you. I, I think it's I think it's an integral part of the show, um, for sure. Um, but first off, just keeping things current, um, dealing with with COVID. How has COVID really been been dealing with? your industry and, and how have you been kind of adapting to that? Cause I know things work wise, as far as the way I work, it didn't change a thing because uh, from 1995 to present day, I've kind of worked alone. Okay. So when people would say, um, 
you know, I'd have friends are like, this is driving me crazy. And I would say, try 26 years of <laughs> 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 no where you get an email in the morning and you get a file and you work all day alone and you deliver it and you get a thank you. And that's, that's your day. Oh goodness! So <laughs> that part was the same. What, what sucked is uh, I had a couple of pilots about to be shot and those got canceled and they haven't come back. And uh, those people are still scrambling to figure out what they're going to do. Goodness. Mm, wow. It's just so, um, you know, it's, 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 it wasn't the end of the world, but I was all prepared for that. And then everything shut down. I went, okay, it'll be a month or two. Yeah. And yeah. then a year and a half as, later. As we <laughs> all a year thought. and a half later. Yeah. I remember exactly. back in April 2020, it was like, ah, oh, by the summer, it'll be fine. We'll be They'll fine. have this we'll thing nailed. Back to normal. Yeah, back to normal. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we're spraying everything that comes into the house with Lysol or Windex or and setting <laughs> things outside to get an Amazon package. I leave them outside for 24 hours. Oh yeah. Turns out that yep. wasn't ever necessary. <laughs> so I, had more, I still have enough paper towels for five years. I wasn't nice. a hoarder. It's just I would order stuff and they would say it's coming in six months and it would show up the next day. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> You're not hoarding toilet paper too, are you? Is that where all the toilet paper went? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, no, it was just turned out to be paper towels. Gotcha. Okay. So you mainly, you mainly work from home though? Only. Only yeah. from home. Okay. Yeah. It's been that way forever. When uh, the only time I would end up going into uh, Los Angeles is for either when we would shoot, shoot nights or for mixes. Okay. So um, that part was always uh, fun, fun drive through LA traffic. So yeah. great. So mm. many. Oh yeah. So nice. It's you need wonderful. to make a lane change. They're like, go ahead. They're yeah. Lovely. I hear a sense of sarcasm in there. Not sure. I can't really tell. It's uh, it's dripping all over the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's Uh, in a rush to go to that lane that's going three miles per hour instead of my lane that's going 2.9 miles per hour. You got to save those three seconds, though. I mean, it does. They got to get the meetings. It's important. You know what? In the big city, you you are like if you get delayed by a minute, that can totally take ten to twenty minutes off. Like oh, it can yeah. add ten to twenty minutes onto your trip. It is crazy. Like you know, five years ago, Ron, I would not have related to you talking about LA traffic, but now living in Sao Paulo for the past three years, it is madness. And actually, it is madness. Doing the pandemic and working from home, becoming totally agoraphobic uh, unofficially. It, it totally changed my perspective on driving. And now most of the time I just hand the keys to my wife because she has worked more out of the house than I have. And I'm like, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll be the co-pilot. Yep. I got, I got you covered. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, it's, Good night. it's <laughs> not, yeah, well, I, tr- yeah. Okay. Maybe one eye I leave open just, just in case she's glancing over, but the, yeah, one the other eye definitely see. closes. Yeah. The one she can see, yeah. of course. Right, right, right. So, but it's it slowed down work, but um, you know the video games I was working on they they that didn't slow down. One's just been delayed, so we decided to do a smaller game that'll okay. be out hopefully in a month or so. Oh, and awesome. uh, are you able to nice. say what you've been working on? Oh, it's called um, New Terra, T E R R A. It's kind of a space flying around, blowing stuff up. Okay. But it's cool. really but the guy I did it with, we were also working on a really huge game 
and he's a programmer and his graphics are off the charts. So really awesome. So it's good. The new game just uh, we got a letter from Sony today saying you're now part of the team and nice. Whatever the hell that means. Now we can properly <laughs> exploit you and take a percentage yeah, of everything. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's, that's what it's really saying, but it's great. So, and that soundtrack I've uploaded, I'm waiting for approval. So hopefully that'll be available everywhere in a couple weeks. Awesome. Nice. nice. Yeah, now have you worked fun. Have you worked on many video game, you know, soundtracks and No, it was a long music time and, stuff? and I had so much television work or the songwriting stuff with uh, Fisher or for the DJs that I never it's nothing I really pursued. And yeah. then four years ago, this guy contacted me on Facebook, said, Do you want to score a video game doing? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah especially after nice. i saw some of the initial artwork i went this is going to be great it's very cyberpunk nice interesting cool. it, it's really? not too far from the cyberpunk 27 2077 game yeah. Yeah. game but the soundtrack's good on that game so it's not terribly far from that gotcha he just needs to to finish it i mean it's a, it's a massive undertaking right yeah yeah i'm sure but that's really cool that's yeah, awesome. fun yeah, we here at the Good Morning Guys are huge video game fans, so that is right up our alley. We will have Good. to well, keep looking into it'll that. It'll be out soon. Yeah, so how, how, how different? Fly around and blow stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Love blowing you can tell that how much stuff I up. Play video game. Yes. <laughs> so how different is it to work on a video game versus TV or film? Well, TV and film, you know, it's always two picture. Unless I'm doing reality and they'll say, we need 10 happy reality show cues, make them two minutes long. Oh, but okay. uh, everything else is scoring the picture. And this, it's just, we, it's different levels. And I didn't want to do what I've heard everybody else do, where it all kind of sounds identical. Mm -hmm. So the score kind of runs the gambit. There's some rock, there's some stuff that's like Dead Mouse, there's some stuff that's just ethereal so it was fun to do because it's so diverse nice the hard nice. part is the hard part is later when you you've done a hard ending on these in this case well 20 pieces and you've done hard endings on them and then you realize i forgot to put an ending on for the soundtrack so you got to go back and kind of conjure one up because you just ended up cutting the file so it could loop if somebody's Staying oh, in I gotcha. that environment yeah. for yeah. an excessively long time. Wow! So there's all that math involved. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it sounds like it for nope. sure. Yeah, Better it, you it than me. Keep my sanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Too. So, Lucas, I know you want to kind of ask the question because it's as <laughs> typical of of all of our. I mean. You've made oh, music for video games. Movies. Do you play video games? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know to we, say are, I, we already knew that. That I wasn't don't. an actual question. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I I've don't actually know what question he he wanted me to ask. Okay, so typically of of every like, guest, we we oh, effectively. You, I see. You want me uh, to ask it know. just in case you you don't want to get thrown under the bus. Is that what it exactly. is? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because I All right. have Are you ready, Ron? This. this is uh, how hard hitting. I'm ready for it. This is how hard hitting the good morning guys are. Who is your daddy? It better be hard hitting. Who is your daddy? Who's and what daddy? does he do? And what does he do? 
basically question. <laughs> it means it basically means tell us a bit about yourself like where did you grow up and things like that now i i say that i have him ask the question because i asked one of our guests that question and it turns out that his dad had long since passed away and so uh, I, I yeah <laughs> And, and thankfully he, it was a friend but he still made it awkward so <laughs> yeah. as friends do as so, friends, yeah. real friends do yeah that could be very odd in some <laughs> case some people i've worked with if you ask they'd go well there's a guy in west hollywood that takes care of me <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that's true so i grew up in the uh, san fernando valley just outside of la started playing piano when i was three Started writing when I was five, had my first little published work at five and a half in a finger exercise book. Oh my which gosh. I've not been able to find, but I have the original transcript. Okay. And I'm sure my music teacher probably took the rights from me and uh, <laughs> made, five, made $5. Who knows? Ripped you and off. And then uh, just kind of always was more interested in sitting around and playing piano. Did great in grammar school, did great in junior high. I know now they've kind of merged it all. Yeah. And then in high school, I joined sound crew. So I have keys to the school. So I could go into the auditorium, which was empty all day, pull out the grand piano that was stored to the side of the stage and just play all day. Wow. So, nice. um, back then, my teachers were mostly cool about it. Mm-hmm. Six out of seven of them. I can't remember how many classes I had or five out of six, so that I could be gone for four or five weeks. I'd come in, they'd say, just take this test, and uh, I'd pass the class. Not with flying <laughs> colors, but I'd pass the class. Yeah. Just and then a couple, I'd walk in after five weeks, and they'd say, you failed, and ah. do it again. I'm not condoning this type of behavior. It's very <laughs> bad. but it's. And my parents never knew, because back then, they're like, hey, he's not here. They didn't think to call my folks who would have killed me. Wow. So well, yeah, I mean, I, uh, we didn't did have that. any cell phones or anything back then, or or you no way to track anybody back then. You know, it's been. Yeah. Well, when I went, they would have to attach a piece of mail to a donkey and send it to, <laughs> <laughs> send it to my mom's house. They didn't have like so, string uh, running between like cans, and uh, I mean it was I pretty far along. Far away. At that point. They only had two miles of string, and I lived five miles away. Oh, from oh, man. <laughs> Tough times. Yep. So that was part of my plan. That's why I went to the school that was so far away. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. pretty good picket. Yeah, so is. also did photography, came out of high school and got accepted to this place called California Institute of the Arts, which was run by Disney to take photography. But I and those classes I went to. But again, I sat all day in the ballet studio playing piano and my photography teachers say why are you doing photography? I mean, I was good, but I wasn't great. Yeah. So I ended up leaving there, went to a couple other schools, took music class. By the way, every music class I've ever taken, they've asked to leave because I just didn't have a different process the way my brain works yeah. than how they would teach. So and so never passed a single music class. Yeah, oh, I went to I school know, for music uh, myself. So I, I totally yeah, get that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I remember going into music theory in college. They said, by the time you're done, you'll be able to tell me what I played. He played a melody. And I just said, went up and it was in the key of C and named everything off. And he said, why are you here? I said, I have no idea how that happens, but I try and figure it out. 
so it didn't, uh, theory didn't work out. After that, uh, just started joining bands and seeing what would happen. And it took quite a while and got very close with some bands I had being signed, but never quite got there. Then ended up working with this girl, E.G. Daly, who had a hit on A&M Records called Say It, Say It. I know that name. Pee-wee Herman's, Pee-wee Herman's friend was Tommy on Rugrats. Yeah. Not at the time, Rugrats hadn't started so did that. That gave me my first taste of really working with great musicians because it was uh, Matt Sorum, who went on the Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. Matt Bissonette on bass, who went on to David Lee Roth and a bunch of other stuff. And wow. um, then kind of floated and started songwriting more and producing singers wherever I could, working with them. And then in... Uh, 89, a friend that I'd been in a band with named Ron Kanan was working at Saban Entertainment and called me in to engineer for one of their composers. And we spent seven hours talking. And then the last hour, he just banged out three one minute cues. And I said, what do you get paid for this? Now, I am dead broke. I mean, I grew up poor. I am still dead. I mean, as close to homeless as you can be. And I asked this guy what he makes. He goes, I'm making 150 a cue. And I'm like, you made 450 bucks working tonight. So I decided I need to learn how to compose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But fast track. So <laughs> I just started pushing and in all the down studio time, I would just use their gear and work on uh, what I thought was what I thought was score, but it was still in the songwriting format. And luckily, a couple producers there kind of said, send me stuff, and they would just write back brutally harsh notes saying, you you don't know how to score. You're not getting it. You have to do this flow. It needs to change. You're still do- and, and finally broke me of the format. And then I would submit stuff to Saban for years for their direct-to-home VHS shows that they bought mm, for $4 right. somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And they would not accept a thing I did because I would do these really kind of energetic, not always rock, but this really fast, hyper stuff that I thought kids would like. And they'd come back and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> slow the That's brakes. That's not what we want. <laughs> so I'm giving them fast stuff and and they want this very calming, you know, an oboe lead with the little bear walking through the forest. I'm like, let's have some fun and bring some energy to this thing. So um and that led up to then X-Men, which was first, which is kind of a collaboration mess. Nobody knows who did what, but it took two weeks to finish that. And then months later, because the theme for Power Rangers was done in advance, they came in and they said, we need a theme for the show tonight. We have a presentation at Fox. And um, I was working on a song for uh, this band, Fisher, I was in. Yeah. So I was kind of mad. I didn't really feel like working on this Power Rangers thing. And so I just banged it out in two and a half hours. That I remember. Wow. Okay. And just did it through on the vocals. I'd never sung. I'd done guide vocals for real singers, but I never sung on anything. So I just blew it out. I went, well, that's, that's nice. It's done. And went about my night working on another song. And the next day they called, they said, Fox loved it. And I said, who are we going to get to sing it? And they said, uh, no, 
we're not don't even touch the mix it was a very rough mix meaning it it could have i could have made it sound a little better but they said that's it and then the show exploded and they said now we need songs and you know you could do the whole score and i from that moment on i could do the fastest hardest stuff within yeah. parameters yeah of course but i yeah. able to given carte blanche and all of a sudden all this very hyper fast energetic stuff was completely acceptable and i'm a genius and all kind of funny because <laughs> i've been trying to do that prior but now that it worked that's how it always is so so and, the um, so the cut that we hear today of of the power rangers theme that's is that's the cut you submitted yeah wow not okay. a thing was changed if you listen to the high harmonies mm-hmm. i get pretty close yeah <laughs> but it's not, I mean, if you really can hear it, they're a little, little flat because they're so freaking high too. Yeah. Plus I was thinking it's a guide. It doesn't have to be perfect. No. So it was complete luck that I just sat down. I remember that guitar hook came first thing and I went, all right, well, this is, I like this. And then yeah. the rest just came along later on. The long version of the song was written, but that one minute theme was just done quickly. Goodness. Okay. Wow. <laughs> just, like that's that's you know you're you're speaking my childhood here, and just to just to know that it only took you just a couple hours to put something together that is, I mean, this is global a globally known song uh, that yeah. you did it so quickly, and you're like, good, I'm done. I don't want to do this, and then and then they love it, and then everyone else loves it, and it becomes <laughs> becomes a huge hit. Like that blows my mind. And not yeah, only do they love absolutely it, absolutely no idea. Not only do they love it, they're like, "This is what we're going to use." And you probably, <laughs> as a musician, musician, you're just like, "Wait, wait, no, I, I can do something that's a little cleaner or a little this or that." No, no we're good. So... Let me fix it. Let me do something. <laughs> yeah. Like, now that's what. That's, <laughs> that's so that's hilarious. How it's going to be done? And, I mean, even the guitar sound was. Um, I'm not sure if I already had it mm-hmm. or if I just quickly. Um, I know I modified a patch in a synthesizer. Mm-hmm. I, I just had a guitar player or I might've pulled up. I'm not sure. Just a dry guitar sound and tweaked a patch in this synth and then ran it through a guitar processor. So it was just total luck. Total wow. dumb luck. That's crazy. But that and, guitar and- sound fooled everybody. It was great. They thought it was a guitar. Yeah. They had no idea. Yeah, I can't play a damn note on guitar. I've tried. I can't do it. <laughs> we would have never known. I thought you were like, you know, Jimi Hendrix Jr. or something. It never would have known. fooled everybody. There was a time when Fisher was signed and I was hanging out with Eddie Van Halen pretty regularly. And at the beginning, he said, show me how you played that. Because he had to learn it for his son, Woofie, who was a big fan. Wow. Yeah. Because how did you play it? And I went over to the piano and I said, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go here's the secret sauce yeah goodness go, plus all that shit you've got i did it just through a guitar amp simulator yeah that you know, takes you had, down a peg <laughs> he had 500 amps i mean th- his studio was on his property unbelievable goodness that guy was unbelievable oh, so wow. that was a very high compliment that's, that's... i was nervous wow that's really goodness because cool. you know, somebody that famous they can kill you and get away with it I yeah don't piss them off. 
<laughs> but you did you did eventually remix it or redo it didn't you is that correct well the longer version i just added to and then in 2012 for fun i wanted to see if i could still sing that stuff i think it was 2012 i can't quite remember maybe yeah later. that's what spotify says it is <laughs> oh that so i threw up the theme to see if i could still do it and i got through a verse and chorus and i went wow it kind of sounds exactly the same so i'm going to go through and recut everything and just do it for fun just to do it and spent about two and a half months and did that album brought in a guitar player friend that just blew out new leads and played a little bit along um we did it in like one eight hour session it sounds great. It all sounds it all sounds great. Yeah, all the, it's great. All the remixes, yeah. Um, yeah I, I love it. And of course, it, going through that whole album, you know, brings back a flood of memories with, you know, Combat and Hope for the World and, and Go Green Ranger. All those all those songs. Ah, oh, yeah. It's kind of a lucky break that they because the original album was not going to have any dialogue on it. Really, but the um, it was done, but. Th- the music was being blamed for a couple acts of violence with kids. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. I'm Saban was really close with Bill Clinton and Gore, Al Gore and Tipper and Hillary. Mm -hmm. And so they came, they, I guess Tipper Gore or Al Gore said, maybe the song shouldn't be as violent. So they came in one night and they said, not, not Al Gore. The head of music came in and said, don't use words like fight or combat or anything that incites a violent attitude in a youngster use major chords instead of minor chords. Oh my gosh. And, (laughs) and I said, this is like uh, the church in the 16th century, but okay. I don't, you know, I don't want to disappear. So (laughs) yeah. um, Because I want to keep working on the show. That's what I meant. Not disappear in a whole. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) It's like, okay, we got the mafia involved in this. Okay. Good to know. You'd be surprised. (laughs) So, so, uh, so then the songs became more uplifting with hope for the world and I will win, but they still have an angst in them and they were still all pointed at because I was exhausted. Yeah. Uh, I was so tired because I was doing that and VR Troopers and Sweet Valley High and every promo they had and, and, if they sent commercials and then any other show they were shopping, it was just, I was just cranking stuff out of it at a unbelievable rate. Man, I didn't realize but you I was the getting music for Sweet Valley High. <laughs> and that's, that is my ex-wife, the band Fisher that um, I had to beg her to sing that thing. And she came in reluctantly, did her vocals, and then about after the show came out, I got a call from an ad agency and said, do you know who that singer is? We want to hire her. And I said, yeah. And <laughs> her very first out of the gate, she got a Comcast commercial, and then she went on to have about a seven-year run where she always had five, like five national spots running at any one time. Wow. wow. Okay. And that. singers singers union singers do very well huh figures very cool <laughs> yeah i don't know what happened to it yeah but, you know <laughs> yeah it sounds like good things happen so what uh what other projects are some of your favorites that you did uh or maybe 
I don't know, that you feel really proud about, or maybe are kind of like, you know, with Power Rangers, where you're like, I just threw something together in two and a half hours, and then all of a sudden it became a national sensation. Do you have any other, uh, any of that come yeah, to mind? I like, yeah. What I, and this is when I started working at home when I when they handed me uh, and they didn't care about it at all. They handed me Dragon Ball Z and just said, "Just score it, do whatever you want, just make sound." And <laughs> make that sound. when I'm really and you come up with, with Rock the Dragon. What the heck? <laughs> nope. nope, Rock the Dragon isn't me. But the score oh, it is. is this, oh, okay. That big okay. ethereal yeah. building thing. I never even spoke to a producer on the show. I don't even know anybody that worked. I don't even know what Saban's involvement fully was. Maybe it was just to do the score. I just did that at home with an old Mac LC3, I think it was, with maybe a 12-inch monitor, my 19-inch tube television, and a VHS machine. Wow. That's why there's these long scenes of just building ethereal stuff and then these peaks. It was it would have been too hard to hit everything and with my setup, but it worked out great for the score. They loved, I didn't even know the show. I knew nothing about the show till maybe 20 years later. Someone wrote and said, it's a big, it was a cult classic. Yeah. I said, Oh, cool. Yep. That's another one (laughs) I grew up with. Um, (laughs) And, and then a bunch of other animation, which is fun. Uh, a couple games, like I got to work with the guys from Monty Python at a company called Seventh Level right after I left Saban, did um, did two titles with them. I can't remember. Was it Life of Brian? And um, anyways, so I did two things and then Ace Ventura and then a lot of other animation. Whoa, 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 was, whoa. Oh, Hold on a second here. You're speaking, speaking Patrick's language. Speaking That's my favorite language movie here. of all time. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time. Is, was it the movie? Oh, no, no, no. A game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Ace there was an Ace Ventura game? I, I, oh, I got to look this up. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a company called Seventh Level, and it's going to be when it was on CD-ROMs. Oh, nice. So wow. very, very restrictive on the scoring. Yeah. Okay. That, Tamaguchi, even the Monty Python stuff. They left a little room for some vocal stuff. I can't remember. Um <laughs> Now the it life of Brian funny. did did that have a game? Was that a game you All said, right. or was that an? I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go look because <laughs> I'm intrigued. I, I saw out. the movie Life of Brian, but I didn't know there was other. I don't know what it's, even to call so, it. So yeah, this Ace Ventura CD-ROM game. I'm just looking it up right now. It's got like a like a old school cartoon kind of look to oh, it, yeah. like a like a laser laser suit suit Larry kind of game. Oh my! All I right. remember they did have a cartoon for for. Uh, for Ace Ventura, so I wonder if it's the same sort of graphics, but in a game. Yeah, I, well, I, I have don't to know. Polish. They had such limit. Okay, it was Quest for the Holy Grail, Complete Waste of Time, Battle Beast. That was fun. <laughs> um, Tamaguchi, Arcade America, something called Tracer, <laughs> and other stuff I've never heard of. Yeah, it was fun. The company was in business for about uh, three years and ran out of money. Wow. <laughs> But that was a lot of fun. And then the next super fun thing was in 2010, a show called Hot in Cleveland, where I got to work with Valerie Bertinetti, which I was already for Betty White. Every week with Betty White, I taught Betty White how to play drums. Wow. That's crazy. uh, Very cool. (laughs) It was super fun. And and, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
So, um, so that was that was a t- that was a big moment. And then worked with yeah. Cedric the Entertainer on his show. I mean, it just it's just to be on those sets and work with that level of talent is a really eye opening. They're brilliant. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. That's awesome. So, is there something they could that... read you the phone book and you'd laugh? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. can say anything. Can. So, for there... our younger listeners, a phone book. Is a a physical book with pages where names were written and phone numbers. So just just in case. Last week we're on a family walk and we're walking past all the driveways, and in the driveways are phone books, like yellow page books. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, who the heck is gonna read this? Like everyone has a computer or a computer in their pocket where they can just look up or ask Siri or ask. Alexa, yeah. <laughs> where think where things are or what number it is. I don't remember the last time I used a phone book. Definitely not. <laughs> to stand on it to use for like a get some height. That's the last time I used a phone book. Yeah, but. that would be it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah last time I saw if a phone book was like short. a. Yeah, it was a it was one of those tough man competitions where they like rip the phone book. And oh, yeah, that's, that's what, what they yeah, do they, with them. Oh. That's what they do with them now. They Those guys like run along the streets and collect all of them and then use them in their shows to rip them. Out. That's what it was. I, I can't yep. imagine why anybody would print it anymore. No, I, mean, I can't either. I mean, how could you sell advertising? in that? You want to buy an ad in the phone book? It's, it's probably going to say like going out of business. Of it's going to be like AARP or some kind of, you know. But the print's too small. Sense of dying. Super see small. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe that's a thing. Now you have something to do. Try and read this phone book. Oh and my you can gosh. never yeah. find anything in it. I never could. I could never find a, a thing in it. No, Goodness. you had to use a ruler to, to go across to get match the name with the phone number. They tried to put those little dots oh. that would go across, and it was like, ooh, your eyes would go across. <laughs> then you'd go to your dial phone. Oh my gosh! Your rotary you dial, the rotary, a rotary. Oh, we're going in the way back. Yeah, we're going way back now. Anybody with a nine or a zero in their phone number, you don't want to call them ever. Well, that's when you force it. That's when you like move your finger the whole time right? so it like, goes faster. You call me. I'm not calling you. Sorry Muscle about it. Oh, oh thank so, God, those days are gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. So I do have a couple of uh, questions from our community. What we, we like to call them, we call them joiners, uh, though they're members of our community. Um, Hello, joiners. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, uh, first off, um, so Lord Zucor, we have what's called a, a Discord. It's basically a, an app that you can, you get your own little server where you can go on sure. and speak to people and stuff like that. Um, and so I'll mainly I'll answer the question. I can try to answer the question first before you ask it. See well, there I'm you right. go. We'll see. Let, let's see. All what right. So are you ready with the first question? I am. So is there any, the project- answer is oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. I've never done an A and Q before. <laughs> No, so uh, he he asks, is there any project that you would have liked to write, but it was the one that got away? Oh, that's a great question. Yes, I did. And I don't know if, if it's just a coincidence. I submitted stuff for King of the Hill. Really? And it, was, okay. it was acoustic guitar. It was chords. It was kind of that 
a little bit of slide. And then later, I think the guy who got the gig or played on it was a guy I had met a couple times called Skunk Baxter. Mm-hmm. Oh, and well, he got the name, the name matches the show. <laughs> so it's hard to compete with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but it was coincidentally when I heard it, I'm like, that's really close. But maybe everybody did the same thing. I can't remember if there was any guy. That was a monster that got away from me and Parks and Recreation. I Ooh, had the theme yeah. for that. And then they just at the last minute, I lost it. Ah, oh, bummer. Heartbreaker. So, uh, there's two. There's two. Two, two fish huge that got away. things that got away. Yeah, yeah that would have been great. Mm. So thanks um, for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Salt the wound. Salt the wound. Oh goodness. Gosh, Mark. Hey, listen, you can blame you can blame blame Lord oh, yeah, Zucor right. for that. That's true. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> um, but uh, so also. Um, Got another guy on the Discord. Uh, he asks, uh, ask him, what's his approach to composing music for cartoon shows as opposed to anything else? Now, I know you talked a little bit about, you know, kind of the notes that they give you, like, don't do this, don't do that. But um, do they, do they like give you the show ahead of time to watch or? Yeah, they give you what's uh, called a locked cut, which means it's their final, final cut. Mm-hmm. And they'll give it. And um, once you get the show and you've established the sound, it's just a matter of paying very close attention to what needs to be scored and what doesn't. Some people want score throughout because they own a part of it. They're going to make more royalties on the back. Yeah. And some are just just do what's necessary. So you have to follow these scenes. You've got to find that exact moment to kind of ease in or come in really fast, but not be too obvious. And you always have to be the background character that's just kind of helping the scene come along. So right. in, in sitcoms, it's a little different. You're a bit more abrupt with going out. You know, you, you listen to the last, or at least I do, I listen to the last word. So if they go, get out of here, I go here, here, find it in that key, and then go out to commercial in that same key. It adds kind of a smooth thing instead of there being mm. any dissonant feeling to it. Interesting. And all the the sitcoms, the actors are always very musical. So um, they're always kind of singing yeah. their lines in a way. Hmm. You can pick up that pitch sometimes, not always, but sometimes animation is also very work intensive because hmm. there's so much going on. It's just insanity. So you have to be very focused. But at the same time, I never hear the sound effects. So you have to be hyper aware of what's going to be going on in the room. And there's a lot of times where I could be scoring something, but the room tone or the drone of the machines in a different key. And so on the mix stage, it's easier to change the pitch of that machine than it is for me to score in a different key. Mm. So they'll try and adjust it so they don't have a conflict. Mm, Or they just duck the music out and I'm screwed because I like the machine better. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, awesome. Um, so let's see. Uh, I've got, uh, you done messed up AA Ron. That is his name in the discord. Um, I know (laughs) that he is actually in, um, he's basically really trying to dip his feet in the water in terms of like putting his music out there in terms of, um, 
licensing and things like that. And um, so his question to you is what advice would you recommend to someone trying to get started in music licensing in 2021? Well, in having their stuff licensed, that is an incredibly competitive thing, but luckily there's a lot of online um, places, for example, like audio jungle. Mm-hmm. Like I, I put a bunch of classical stuff up there. I can suddenly get a notice that's been licensed for a film, but he's doing it for YouTube or for whatever personal products they have. Mm-hmm. And the fees vary on that. So that's one way to do it. Getting the television for um, licensing, you have to be, you have to have a name. So if you're young and you really want to break in, it's best to intern for a music supervisor that's big which means you're going to be running and getting them coffee or doing whatever you have to do. But eventually you start making all these connections Mm -hmm. and that's another way in. I mean, and that's, it's the rite of passage too, for composers. You start off as a slave. Yeah. (laughs) Started from the bottom. Really do. Yeah. I had one friend that, I mean, I've had maybe 50 composers ask me that over the years. But one which I'm friends with actually took my advice. He moved out of Idaho. He moved to L.A. And he knocked on the door for remote control, which is Hans Zimmer's place. And wow. they gave him a job like like I think his first job was cleaning stuff. Yeah. And they gave him a job organizing the sample library, which was, back then was in something called a giga format. And then they said, hey, he became friends with all the guys that were composing because it's, you know, there's 10 guys there. And. Uh, Three years later, he was starting to write, do some score for the first Pirates uh, of the Caribbean film. Wow. Pirates of the Caribbean, okay. sorry. And uh, that's the way. He just sat there nose to the grindstone. So you've got to, you got to be willing to be available 24-7 to get into this business. It's uh, And look, when I was on Hot in Cleveland, we started in 2010, there were people who went and delivered scripts at five in the morning after or three in the morning when we were all done shooting and the writers did their revision for the following week shoot. And now they're like associate producers on other shows, mm-hmm. wow. but they were, they were there. They worked a lot of hours and, and that's it, but they worked their way up the ladder. That's how it goes. Mm. That's so that's true. one way to look at it. If, if this person's in a city where they can intern, that's a way in. Yeah, mm. definitely. And I know he's, he's definitely starting to put his stuff out there. Um, I guess there's a service called pond five that he, that he's jumped on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's starting to put his music on too. there. Um, so yeah, he's, it's, he's starting. You to never know on. what's going to happen, but, but even if you got picked up for something big, they're doing a buyout. So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to make, you don't really know where this stuff goes. Sure. Yep, so absolutely. it's and it's a ton of self-promotion and of course everything the world changed a lot so you can do a lot more online right absolutely when i started i was sending cassette tapes and letters to record companies mm. gotcha um so going back real quick i know you kind of touched on some of the uh the people that you hung out with uh in terms of like musicians and stuff like eddie van halen and and, and people like that gotta ask you um obviously a lot of what you were putting into, um, you know, your early stuff and then going into Power Rangers is obviously of a rock 
uh, harder rock nature. Um, so I'm guessing you're more of a rock fan. Like what, who are your musical influences when, when you're listening to music, like what's in, what's in your, 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 your computer or your phone that you're listening to right now or in the past? <laughs> well, uh, it's always extremely diverse. So okay. I could be in the car today. It was the exciting um, CNN news. Ooh, this morning. Yeah. Enthralling. <laughs> but 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 there'll be times uh literally it, it runs the gamut i mean i grew up mainly listening to pop mm-hmm. but i so and then i got very much very much into black sabbath and led zeppelin but gotcha, at the same yeah. time then i i would listen to uh jethro tull or george gershwin stuff i didn't buy a lot of classical but I had classical radio stations yeah and then I set up huge antennas. Uh, I forgot all about this. Huge antennas on our house. And I had sort of ham radio or some radio. And at night, I would just slowly dial through and fine tune, pick up stations in South America and start listening to um, different types of music that they were playing. I didn't understand, but there was a lot of really cool bossa nova stuff. So it's always been really diverse. But right now it's been um, like lately, uh, also today, you know, pulled up a Moonshade Pool by Radiohead, which I just love the sound of that record. Yeah. But there'll be times I'm like play. Um, I had two days where I just was listening to every day live recording to David Bowie I could find. Nice. Mm. Okay. And there's a lot of modern stuff mixed into. I'll go listen to the top 50 at Apple Music. But mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I can't it's it's not just an age thing i mean you really can't tell mostly one another occasionally yeah. one pops up you're like that's really different mm-hmm. but for the most part it's kind of become the same tempo same drum machine right now 90 percent of all melodies on pop songs are three note melodies they stay within three notes yeah so there's there's no great uh, range going on or anything sure hmm. And I always try to pick up the speed, you know, at a certain part. And it's, it's, uh, I don't mind how crude it's become, but, and, and, and if I fell in love with one of them, they're gone a week later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. But it, it's, uh, it's always very diverse, but it just depends on my mood. True. That's, that's good to have an eclectic taste. So that's always, that's always helpful. You have to be well-rounded because, I mean, you have you have to be familiar with all styles because I've had to write everything from polkas to to gospel R&B stuff, huh. church, you know, religious stuff. That was like on the uh, – I had to write a track for CeeLo Green and Cedric mm. Entertainer on his show, but there was a full choir. Yeah. So I just had to do the basic track. It was a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, Got to ask you from a from a Power Ranger standpoint. Now, I, I love obviously I'm a big fan of the OG, but I also love the the Zio music and and yeah. the I I really like the in space music. Um, what is your what was your favorite season to do in terms of the music? Well, I love the original because we didn't have a music library yet. So those first maybe 12 episodes, I had to score from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. So that was really the most fun. I love that original theme, but I love SPD 
Yeah. It's, it's got even more energy. So it's, there's something it's, about that theme that I just love. And I just love that screaming out that, uh, you know, SVD emergency. <laughs> it's like boom. Power Rangers, SVD. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. I just wanted the. I wanted it to come out of like a toothpaste commercial. Like, buy this toothpaste; it'll help. Him. SVD emergency. <laughs> just to, just to hit him over the head right away. And Mystic Force would have been a great theme too, but of course they went with rap. Yeah, I don't care for that season, and we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Um, uh, now one thing we, we all want to touch on and one of our joiners kind of just, it wasn't really so much a question as so much. It is a, a statement. Um, and so let me pull that up real quick. Cause it just closed on me. Gotta love that. We should probably head. turn on some lights. Hold on one sec. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so sorry. It closed out on me. There we go. Um, so uh, Chris the Rock on our, our Discord server, which he's kind of part of our um, our kind of our extended team. Uh, we like to call mm-hmm. the GMG stream team because we uh, not only we do we do podcasts, but we also uh, stream on Twitch as well. And he's part of our our, our group. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. He just wanted to make the yeah. comment. He says, "No question, just I'm freaking out." Can't find anything smart to write. He represents my childhood. The X-Men animated series has my favorite theme song ever, ever in, in all caps. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Thank so, you very much. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's another a big one. That's part of, part of my childhood for sure uh, is the X-Men. Now that was a co-write, right? Yeah. That was done a lot with Ron Kanan, who was head of, head of music there. Gotcha. He had, um, he had taken part of it from a song he had with a band that he was in. Mm-hmm. Can't can't quite remember. I think the song had an odd title like Piranha Canoe. <laughs> <laughs> it had yeah, kind of kept that, that title baseline yep. thing. But but I just remember the mix notes on that initially. Mainly more hi hat. All I could think of is more cowbell, but it was <laughs> yeah. just more hi hat. <laughs> they turn the hi hat on. You're like, now we can't hear the sound. So you push that sound like now we can't hear the hi-hat push up the hi-hat now it's in the way of the melody push up the melody now can you bring the drums up bring up the drums now we can't hear the bass because it was it was 46 tracks of stuff i think there were 12 tracks of just hi-hats on that thing oh my it was gosh a nightmare. yeah i just remember every night going in going okay i probably have a note on the mix and there's the sticky notes with um you know, Producer number 17, can you turn up this? Can you turn that up? But at yeah. least it got done. Yeah. It did turn out great. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely turned out great. I love that. Very love iconic. That. Thank God they didn't want any sure. vocals on that kind of thing. That would have never worked with that. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doesn't need it. Doesn't need it at all. Um, well, I think I think that's about, about it on the questions, but... Um, just want to give you an opportunity, Ron, to plug anything that you want. Um, I know you're you're on uh, Twitter. Um, is there yeah, anything? Twitter, Facebook, um, I guess everywhere else. Instagram, but Instagram yeah, pictures of hiking. Yeah, so, but that's your well, life. A few other things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, awesome. Well, I had a layoff mountain biking after a little accident, so oh. oops, I still do it, but 
not as not as much. It's more gotcha. fun to hike. So uh, yeah, working on this game, New Terra, N E W T E R R A, which hopefully should be out just about everywhere within, I'd say, realistically two months tops. Okay. And wow. I'll have the score out soon. So as soon as the score gets at all the streaming services in a week or two, I'll post that at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and um, go have a listen. Let me know what you think. Awesome. Nice. For sure. Well, Ron, yeah, thank you pretty, so pretty much. For, yeah, definitely. Ron, thank you so much for, for joining us, man. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy and we appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for here. having me. Yeah. Love, love all your stuff. Yeah. Thank, sure. yeah, thank, thank you, you for coming appreciate on. It. It's been a dream come true. It's really awesome uh, to, to, to meet you who has been a very integral part of my childhood and really now still, but, uh, but yeah, thank you. Really nice meeting you. Yeah, man. You're very welcome. A- I'm flattered. It was a pleasure uh, getting here in the ins and outs of the music inter- industry and also, of course, talking about phone books and rotary phones <laughs> and being reminded how old some of us are. What color was your rotary phone? I remember when I was a kid, we had a yellow one. Ours was, I think like ours, a, ours was yellow as well. Ours was burnt yeah. orange and it had the shoulder part oh. on it so you could stick it on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. gross. <laughs> and it was a wall that. hanging yes. one. It was like eye level to you. I think that's the color that went to West Virginia. Yeah, I think so. They only <laughs> sold in West Virginia. It was limited, limited yeah. release. They're yeah, like, we never, oh, rejects. We never had a we never had a rotary phone in our house, but my grandmother had a rotary a rotary phone, and it was like a it was like a pinkish beige type color. It was like oh, really yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All well, this had good. to be special order. Yep, lovely <laughs> colors appealing to the eyes. Yeah, it was. A very um, decorative time. Yes, sure. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> what a polite way to say it, for sure. Yeah. But all right, Ron. Thank you so all much right. for joining us, man. Take care. Thank all you, right. guys. Thanks, everybody Ron. out there, stay safe hey, through all this craziness. We'll Absolutely, get for, sure. For, for sure. All right, see you guys. Right, soon. Care, buddy. Take care, buddy. Take care, Ron. Bye, right, buddy. Bye. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was awesome. What a nice young man. Yes. What a, what a nice young fella. Yeah, that was cool. Very cool. I felt the whole time great. like I was like, if you've ever seen that uh, that Chris Farley sketch on Saturday Night Live where he's like with a famous musician or celebrity, he's like, hey, so you remember when you remember when you did this and then you did that? yeah that was awesome that was great (laughs) glad you didn't do that that would have been awkward (laughs) (laughs) you'd be like yep i do Uh yep i I did that that was a leave meeting how do i (laughs) yeah yeah all right well transition time going to say it out loud because i have no transition to go yeah, from it's weird that, it's backwards <laughs> the wondrousness of talking with ron wasserman to our lives that may be or may not be as exciting so guys let's jump into it what's new news we're doing it backwards and doing it not live let's start with patrick just yes. because 
you did all the hard work in terms of getting a background that was perfect for the moment. Mark and I, we just have shelves with stuff on it. Ah, Mark, he moved. Yeah. He moved his Power Rangers oh, stuff front sorry. and center. You're I right. You're to. right. Kind of center, not really. Next to the PlayStation. Uh, yeah, this past week, um, not. I mean, I watched. I didn't watch any movies this past week, which is weird for me. Um, so I want. I mean, I, I'm still still catching up on the Chosen, uh, Ted Lasso, you know, things like that. Um, but uh, what really caught my extra time this past week was the Artful Escape, which is oh, a new okay. Game Pass game. And this game is unlike any other game that I've ever played. It is, it's a, it's about a, a kid who is, it's a coming of age story where he is, um, I'm going to spoil a little bit of the story, but you get this in like the first, like, you know, 30 minutes of the, of the game. Uh, but he is a kid where his uncle was this huge musician. And uh, he, so people and he and he passed away and people are thinking that this main character of the game uh francis is going to be the next uncle his uncle um and but he doesn't want to do that you know he and so he ends up he ends up going to like outer space and it's it's like a weird trippy game like a weird trippy game but it's like but it's a game where it's just you move there's no combat there's a few puzzles and bosses and when i say bosses it's just you're just doing musical notes. This game is all centered around music. And so you have a guitar, you're walking around, you're playing the guitar, lighting up the background. Uh, and it's it's like more like uh, metal. And, and you can see him just riffing on the guitar as you're walking through the environment. And you're just talking to people, moving the story along. And that's and then, but it, it's only about like a five, six hour game. But this game was was amazing. Like it's all about the music, and that's why Mark, I think you would really like this game. I it's started not, it up. You did nice. Yeah. So it's it's not a difficult game. It's probably anybody could could play this game. There are some there are some platforming elements, but as soon as you fall through, uh, which I only did once in my entire six hours of playing this game, uh, it what it does as I'm assuming it does for the rest of the time it uh, resets you right before the jump. And so you can continue on. There's no like backtracking. Nice. There's no checkpoints needed. Yeah. It's that jump right there. That um, sounds like like something like Guacamelee did that, where it would like zip you back to the platform you had just been on. It's, and it's nice. It's beautiful. I mean, like it would just keep the story moving along. And it is a chill game. Like just sitting there, listening to music, walking around, jumping. Um, and as you jump, if you hit the strum button, he does this like in the air like big huge chord it's just like it's really well done um but yeah like it's it's so chill that usually i play games until like one or two in the morning it's like 11 o'clock at night and i'm tired mm -hmm. because there's like this game this game does it's not like it's a twitch shooter like apex where it's like my mind is racing every single match this game is just just chill and it's really it's it, it is it is a nice game for me to lead into days gone because that's my next game i thought i was going to do avengers and then days gone but this game came out and it was just a nice like middle ground just just play just enjoy myself and then go on to days gone so i i highly recommend this game if you're looking just for like just to sit down and and have a good time and not worry about combat or difficulty 
Um, this is a really, really good game. Uh, I would give this eight and a half. It's not a, it's not a, not a perfect game. You know, I wish some of the boss battles or the, you know, the musical note notes, I wish they were longer. Cause that's the best part of the game is when you're, is when you're doing your, your stage shows. Um, so I wish those were longer. So that kind of bumps it down a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I highly recommend this game. It's, it's free on game pass. It's nowhere else. I don't think, I think it's only on Xbox. It may be on PC, PC, but I don't have a PC, so I'm not sure. Not in that realm, uh, but it's it's really good. Cool. Nice. Um, as far as the life, uh, football started, and Woo! the Bengals won. Hey, I'm in fantasy. If, you, if the season ended right now, <laughs> you could go to the they Super could Bowl. Be. They could. You they, could they have won. a six way tie for I, first place, and it it would be a it would be a mess. But yeah. Yeah, and they they won Undefeated. and the, I, I I would if Ronnie was here I would have a little bit more to talk about but I know I'm sure that's, you would yeah so I'm gonna <laughs> keep that sh- I'm gonna keep hey I can short. pretend go ahead and throw um, some names out there some thoughts I so can... I, so I missed the Bengals game so I mm. I missed the second half they Wait, they why won, are we talking about this they then? won in you overtime missed it. <laughs> I missed it I li- I listened to it on the radio on the way home oh, because I that's was at, old school right there I was at my son's soccer game and I'm like. And I really want to, I told Clark, I was like, you know how much I love the Bengals? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, I told him I love you more. So that's why I'm missing the game. Cause he's like, he's like, nice. why are you missing going to miss the game? I was like, cause I'm going to go to your soccer game. So I uh, went to a soccer game and this, so let me go back to Saturday. Cause the Bengals game was on Sunday, Saturday. He also had a game and he was in the game and he was not paying attention. He was doing like the, you know, the seven year old moves where he just like, twisting around looking up in the sky picking that dirt you know and just like not paying attention and um i was kind of frustrated you know like it's it's his second game i know he's only seven i'm not caring about how well he's playing i want him to focus i want him to pay attention and there were multiple times where the coach said pay attention clark and it got me furious like i was just biting my tongue on the sidelines so I, we, we had, I, I said, I gave him a high five, said, good job. And I, we went on, we had some dinner. And then when we got home, I had to get, I had to do the, I had to get into dad mode. And I, m- my wife and I really laid into him about paying attention. Like you have to listen to your coach. It's just like, listen to mom and dad. You have to listen to your coach. I don't want to see you playing around. I don't want to see you doing dances or yelling or just not even paying attention. I want you to watch the ball and listen to your coach. Um, so I, you know, like I, I, he loves his Roblox. He loves his slime rancher. He loves his Minecraft. And I told him, I was like, Hey, if I hear your coach say, pay attention, Clark, you're going to lose your games for a day. For every time he says that, you lose a day. And he was like, and he just like got wide-eyed. And so fast forward to Sunday. And I'm like, remember what we talked about? Here we go. Are we going to listen? Are we going to focus? And are we going to pay attention? And he said, yes. And by God, he played the best I've ever seen him play. (laughs) (laughs) He almost scored a goal. And all right, uh, all right. and his coach even recognized it. Like we didn't say anything, we didn't tell the coach what we talked about or anything. Uh, but he noticed that he was paying attention, 
and you could see the 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 body language and what the and the inflection of the coach's voice when he was talking to Clark. He could tell that he was impressed of the change between Saturday's and Sunday's game. Um, so I'm hoping he does that the rest of the season. I'm going to continue to reinforce the pay attention, uh, but I was really, really uh, excited to see him actually put forth some effort this on, yeah, on no Sunday. Because uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stand him. Just like, what do you mean? When you're not paying attention, the ball could just go right by you. Yeah, I mean, or hit you in the face, or yeah, or or that. I mean, if you're playing baseball, you know, and being in like the outfield, come on, sometimes you're like bored out of your mind. But with yeah. soccer, you're always in it. You're always in it. So, um, so he did really well, and I'm hoping he does. Nice. He does well um, for future games and practice. And he needs to make sure he focuses on practice. But um, I never had to do a, do that with Claire. She was all she would always pay attention. She would never goof off. And uh, so it was a little different uh, parenting tactic with, with Clark. Um, but yeah, so that's that a soccer dad life, I guess. Nice. Yep. Nice. nice. That's, that's really it for me. All right. All right. Sounds Sweet. fun. All right, Mark. So uh, go ahead and tell us what's uh, how's Cisco been doing with soccer or chasing oh, he just cars, stares at whatever it. sports he likes to play he just stares at the ball like he's not cisco is not a toy dog at all like uh, he's a toy in terms of size but he's <laughs> right <laughs> but like he's got a he's got one of those kongs like those 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 oh yeah um, rubber toy things where you put he's peanut got, butter in it yeah that's about the extent of his toys like he's got a, a chew toy that like occasionally he we throw and he'll run towards it and like nudge it with his nose and then right run back to you he's like there's no peanut butter in this what are you doing (laughs) yeah what is this the sham you're running this racket (laughs) he just likes to run that's all it is um but seriously how does cisco sleep because we've seen how rayla sleeps we have cisco sleep because we haven't seen any of these pictures yet so cisco actually has basically his own chair we have a we have a recliner like chair. a lazy he's boy. got his own recliner yeah, he has his own chair yeah he's the only one that ever is ever in that chair oh my gosh most of the time. that's hilarious um we have like a little blanket and he's the type of dog that he will bury himself in the blanket really yeah and he's learned how to do it on his own most of the time sometimes he if, if the blanket's not a certain way he'll he'll nudge it and stuff and he'll end up knocking it off the off the off the chair and i can feel him staring at me like you gonna better pick that up (laughs) (laughs) you gonna fix that right like nope sure not no no eventually i do end up fixing it we know you yeah yeah we know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah most of the times he's able to figure it out on his own he buries himself under a blanket that we have on the chair but yeah he's the only one that ever sits on that chair um, so, uh, he does have a, a crate that he's in usually during the day while we're gone. Um, but, um, yeah, at night he's usually in that chair. Um, and yeah, that is, that is for all intents and purposes, oh. his chair. So I've never known about this. <laughs> no, I'll have no. to get a picture of that and, and post yeah, it for on, sure. on the yep. discord How and Twitter and stuff. Do your dog sleep? Yeah, new, we should new, do a new discord uh, channel. We should do like a, we should, we should do a, like a, a layout with all four of our pets. Like Ronnie can include his cat, his thankless inside the couch. 
Yeah, like yeah. under the couch, with just 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 her eyes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Um. So my week was has been interesting for the most part. Um. So unfortunately, this past week, uh, I've been dealing with some pain again. Uh-oh. Um. Yeah, and and it's kind of um, like right in my on my right side of my ribs and in on my side as well. And so, you know, it's, it's been causing concern, uh, mainly, you know, cause of the old gallbladder, um, being a possibility. So I, I went to, after a few days of it, just sticking around and being there and just, you know, consistent pain, you know, kind of throbbing pain. Um, I went to the doctor and, uh, he checked me out a little bit and he's like, yeah, I think, I think it's time for us to do a CT scan mm. on you. Um, cause they've done an ultrasound on me and they didn't find anything with the ultrasound. My gallbladder looked okay, but I'm still having, still having some pain. So, um, you see, yeah, I think it's time to do a CT scan. So, um, they're still trying to, uh, schedule that. I should probably hear tomorrow if, um, whenever that, whenever that's going to be, but, um, for those out there who are the praying type, um, please, please pray for me. Cause I, for sure. I really don't want to get my gallbladder taken out. Or anything taken out but i mean obviously if you got to do it i gotta do it but um because you know this just isn't isn't any bueno no i have heard if you do get it taken out and you put it under your pillow the gallbladder fairy (laughs) (laughs) and give you just what you need i don't even know what want to know what the gallbladder fairy looks like i used to be like a slob like a green gross blob probably slimer probably probably slimer Score one for me. <laughs> I got the gallbladder. He's <laughs> oh, got a patch. Got an eye patch. <laughs> He's got an arm missing and everything. <laughs> Can't wait to throw this on the Bobby. Oh, that's and, what he does with it. <laughs> I mean, that would be my guess. What, else, my what else would you do with a gallbladder? He just eats know. it. He likes Put the it taste. In his top drawer next to his <laughs> top drawer underwear. I don't know. <laughs> what? I just hope we're gonna wear today. We're gonna wear my fruit of looms or gallbladder. Mark, Mark, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna wear Mark Boucher's gallbladder today. He makes necklaces out of it. I'm officially disturbed now. Um, This has gone way. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) I did not even see this coming. That was great. Oh my gosh! And and in turn, they give you like a piece of steak, like just the thing that you shouldn't be eating when you don't have a gallbladder. Really? Is there there's stuff you're not supposed Sounds to eat? Good. Yeah. Well, like your gallbladder uh, helps you process fat. So if oh. that's gone, yeah, mm. you kind of have to stay away from certain things. foods. Dang. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Which I Noted. mean, yeah. So hopefully that's not the case and it's something easily fixable with like yeah. diet and medicine and things like that. Hopefully it's not something that leads to uh, any sort of surgical procedures, but, right. um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, hopefully we've caught it, caught it early enough. I'm not doubled over in pain or anything. So that's why I haven't gone to like the emergency room or anything like that. That's good. Yeah. But it's just not enough. It's, it's enough to be, uh, uncomfortable and concerned. Right. So, uh, and just with the consistency, but, um, this past, uh, Sunday, um, my in-laws and my wife and I, we went to a sunflower festival. 
Wow. That is the opposite of NFL football game. Yeah. If I ever heard it. <laughs> well, on my a wife, Sunday. Kristen, Kristen absolutely <laughs> Sunflower loves, festival. Yeah. Kristen absolutely loves sunflowers. That's her favorite flower we, in our wedding. That's, that's mainly what we had with sunflowers. Um, and so um, my, my mother-in-law texts us like, yeah, there's a sunflower festival festival out in, um, out in somewhere. Virginia. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Yeah, hey, guess what I read in the in the phone book. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a, a sunflower festival. festival yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's literally out in a field of sunflowers, and they have food vendors and craft imagined. vendors and stuff like that. Um, my my father in law actually bought a um, it's a gun. Called... <laughs> what? No. what? Put me out of my misery. Although... I don't want to go to the sunflower. <laughs> Although if they had them there, he probably would have bought them. He probably would have because he's totally the gun enthusiast. No, honestly, it really wasn't that bad. And honestly, no. we were only there for like 45 minutes anyway, because we came at the end of the day. Well, okay. I mean, like, like, hey, we're here for the sunflower festival. There's a sunflower. All right, you guys ready? <laughs> well, no, they had like they had all sorts of food vendors and craft vendors. My, my right. father-in-law bought a uh, he bought a what's called a slimitar. It's basically a, a cigar box guitar. It's literally the what the, you sounds, said the words, no, but it sounds like a dinosaur. So it's like a really like small the, dinosaur. Slimitarosaurus. So the, <laughs> the body of the guitar okay. is, is a cigar box, and the, somebody has crafted like a, a a guitar out of this using like a, a wood wood plank and, and a cigar it looks okay. really nice um and it's kind of like a um it's kind of like a banjo but with a with a a, a cigar mm. box and it actually has a pick but slimitanjo yeah slimitanjo didn't sound as nice no, doesn't so doesn't really didn't, fit so well. they didn't name it after the banjo slimitanjo. so the guitar <laughs> the the slimitar only has three strings so um and and basically with the with the the slimitar it comes with a what's called a slide um you, it's like a like glass. the glass yeah the glass, glass that goes that on, you your put finger. on your finger yeah um and so you're able to kind of do chords and stuff that way because um three chords you're only playing essentially three notes at one time um but uh, it actually sounds really cool um and the fact that it has an electric pickup in it like you can plug it in like this thing this thing is electric and it actually sounds really sweet. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Where is your mind tonight? <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, but, uh, it's not even past midnight yet. <laughs> Sorry, continue with the Slimitanjo. <laughs> um, I'll have to get a picture of it or have my father-in-law get a picture of it and send it to you guys. But it, mm-hmm. it, cool. it looks and sounds really cool. Um, so he picked that up there at the festival. Um, my my mother in law and and my wife they both got a bunch of sunflowers to take home. Um, there were food vendors, so like you could get like there was like a sunflower um, seeds. You know, that's the one thing they didn't have. <laughs> what? what? No, no. This is fake. It is a fake festival. Yeah, like they had a they had like a Mexican food truck what and, in the and world? burgers and and all that kind of stuff. I did not see anything about a. I um, feel like everything should have been infused seeds. with some sort of sunflower seed and something. Well, like a, a lot of the yeah. craft vendors and stuff like that. Like a lot of their um their paintings and and pictures and things like that. All sunflower 
themed. So it was definitely hmm. throughout the festival. Um, but no, that's the one thing I didn't see was sunflower right. seeds. To be honest, I go to festivals for the food. Give me those yeah. deep fried Oreos. For sure. Deep fried yeah. sunflower Oreo seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds magical. <laughs> we, uh, we however, did not. Suck they up got the some... grease and spit it out. <laughs> you don't need that grease. <laughs> nope. Yeah, if I have to have my gallbladder taken out, guess what I won't be having? <laughs> Ooh, fried sunflower seeds. Can. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we didn't. Uh, they got some some ice cream cones there, but I didn't end up getting any food there because they actually talked about uh, we were going to dinner. So we went to a place about 25 minutes from there. It's a place called Cheddar's. Um, Heard of that. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's really local to Texas. And I guess also in this sort of Virginia, there's probably some in West Virginia. There are. Yeah. This is so funny because last week you talked about chilies. This week you're talking about cheddars and it's like you're like speaking my lingo. I mean, that's yep. like all over uh, West Virginia, chilies and cheddars. Yep. All the CH restaurants, apparently. <laughs> Chi-chis. Um, we don't have a Chi-Chi's here, unfortunately, but missing out. Uh, yeah. That's salmonella or I can't remember what happened. E. coli. E. coli. I think it had a, yeah, that E. coli, man. It's tasty. <laughs> mm, yummy. Gall, it's gallbladder tasty. <laughs> the gallbladder fairy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so but the food food was good there. I, I enjoyed it there. Um, but that's pretty much it on the real life front. Um I did buy a a desk and an office chair to prepare for my new job. Uh, so that'll Look be at. ready for all the new equipment Getting coming official. in. Yeah. Did you get a water cooler also? I didn't. But right I am thinking about getting a mini fridge. There Maybe you go. That. Yeah. All right. Um, but we're going to have to go and, and clean out this 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 office area and make room for the new desk and the chair and all that. So. Yep. That is on the to-do list for sure. Um, on the game, so- game side of things, um, I beat uh, Psychonauts 2 uh, nice. over the weekend. Nice. Um, absolutely loved that game. Loved the story. Zany Tim Burton type stuff right up my alley. Gameplay was was a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of experimental ways that you use your, your, your telekinetic, your psychic abilities um, that, that make the platforming and, and uh, traversal through the game a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for uh, trophy hunting and, and 100%ing the game and stuff like that. There's a lot of fun things. You, uh, not necessarily my thing, but um, there's definitely opportunity for it. It is on Xbox Game Pass. So uh, if you have Game mm-hmm. Pass, play it because um, it is a lot of fun. Um <clears throat> I did um, fire up the, um, I keep wanting to say Artful Dodger, but I know that's not the name of the game. Artful Dodger is a character from a play from Oliver Twist. Um, what is the name of that game? The Artful uh, Escape. Thank you. Artful Escape. Thank you. I keep wanting I to like say the that. Artful Dodger as a backup <laughs> name. It's a sequel. Just, yep. Yeah. Yep. No, he's a character from, from Oliver Twist. Um, but um, I did fire up the Artful Escape, um, played the, first like introduction of that it was it was late at night like right after i think it was right after i had finished psychonauts 2 um that i fired that up and played a little bit of it so um i've got it going so i'll definitely be jumping into that uh for sure so what did you do after you uh were finished with the introduction did you go to bed yeah yeah because that game a game seriously you got to play it during the day 
because it yeah. will put you to sleep. Because it is, <laughs> it's a it's a chill game for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that's been that's been pretty much uh, my my week in gaming is is just moving the needle and finishing up Psychonauts. Um, I can't remember. Did I talk about Hades last week? And and you did. You okay, did. Cool. You're trying to yep. break my heart all over mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Appreciate We're it. not going to go into that. Poo pooing all over Lucas. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Um, but uh, that can. Yeah. I mean, that could be a transition to my week. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I like Confession it. time. Are go you ahead, ready, Lucas? I can't stop playing Hades. I just can't. I can't stop. Got any I more have, of that Hades? Got I any now, more of those boots? I've, yeah, I've now gotten. <laughs> uh, I've gotten about ninety-five escape attempts under my belt. Goodness. I am officially one platinum. Not one platinum. I'm one trophy away from the platinum, and I'm in no hurry to get it. I couldn't. Which I mean, one this is, is a platinum that uh, I just have to do the the butterfly, the pierced butterfly run, where you get thirty percent extra damage. Oh, okay. that's just where you where you can't get hit. In, yep. in each encounter area yeah. Yeah, much, I, I, I saved it on purpose because yeah. i want to make hades my platinum number 300 and i'm currently at like 262 or three but i have like 35 uh baby this baby easy platinums lined up along with like ghost of tsushima and a few other games that i'm going to get those first and then i'm gonna platinum hades make it number 300 um and so I've gotten to the point where, you know, I could, I could do one, like just do one run a day, one escape attempt. And today was the first day that I was going to do it. I did a stream. I streamed one escape run, had a little devotional time on the stream beforehand. And, and I finished and, and that was it. It was a great run. Like I had Mirage shot where your cast doubles. Uh, I had crystal clarity. So I was shooting the, yeah. the crystal beam everywhere like it was running on all cylinders. It was a really fun run. Uh, and then I was, I finished the run and then I, you know, I worked and I did, you know, stuff at the house all day. And then at, around dinner time, Mindy still had like 15, 20 minutes before dinner was going to be ready. Or maybe it was right after I'd like washed up and cleaned the dishes. And the kids were like way behind on everything. I don't know about you, Patrick, but when my kids, the first couple of days after a little bit of a break is like the worst for the kids, like they, forgotten how to operate and so my kids my daughter's still trying to finish her homework my son takes like 10 minute five minute showers but he's just delaying it he's rather he'd rather play with his legos and so we didn't have anything going on mindy was you know on her phone looking at facebook or whatever and i was like i i think i'm just gonna play a little more hades (laughs) so i started started another run and i'm just like i can't stop and uh it's and i know i have a problem because the other day in real life we were driving down the street and I saw to the left of our, you know, the street, a collection of multicolored rugs and hammocks. And my very first thought when I saw it was, I wonder how many gems it would cost <laughs> to buy those and install those in the house of Hades. Cause I bet that Zagreus would love that rug. I mean, it was a nice multicolored rug, but that's like, was my first thought. And I was like, I, I have a problem. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly how it is. I remember when I was playing PUBG uh, 12 hours a day and I saw yep. an apartment building. I was like, there's probably a sniper over there. You know, I know yeah. how exactly what you mean when yep. you're into the game. It 
bleeds into real life. Yeah. Well, just the other day, Chris, the rock, he, I think he posted in the discord, uh, talking to, or in the discord or our WhatsApp group posted a, a shot that reminded him of days gone. And in like, right after he posted, it was like days, a shot in days gone. And he's like, and that would be a good sniping spot right there. <laughs> like, that, that's not good when you're planning out sniping spots in real life. That's dangerous. Uh, yes. I'll get you. Totally relate. Yeah, for sure. Not to, not to the jail part, but relate. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But yeah, so I'm continuing to just love that game, play that. Um, but I do plan to work on some Platinums over the next few weeks. So when Ronnie gets back next week, I hope to have a, a half dozen crazy named Platinums that, uh, you know, he'll be like, what are you doing with your life? Um, and besides that, Days Gone, of course, I've gotten a couple hours in. Avengers DLC, I need to play through those so I can delete them off my hard drive because it's taken up like a quarter of my hard drive. There's so much on that file. So you need a, an external hard drive. I have external hard drives. I just don't use them. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. So that's that's been my weekend gaming. Uh, uh, just good old Hades. Cool. And uh, in the real life front, uh, puppy update. Rayla is a stairmaster. She oh, has so- mastered the stairs. Uh, she All can of them? not only the whole, go up like the spiral, spiral. Yeah, she can go down the spiral stairs. Oh, she's not doing up yet. No, no, she can do up. She could oh. already do up. She would oh, always okay. come up, and then eventually it's like, okay, we gotta go down. She's yeah, like, gravity. No, we don't. I'm not staying right here. Um, man, the other day, it was probably I think Friday. Um, I we we just went on like a couple day run where we would put treats on the stairs and we'd get her down a few stairs and then she'd turn around. Um, eventually on Saturday or Sunday, I got I like we got to lunchtime like she hadn't eaten in six hours or so. I had her bowl of food on the steps. I was like Rayla, come on, you you want this food? And I mean she was salivating everywhere. She was whining. I was like, just come down the steps. You know I did that thing where i bring it close and then as she got closer it was like carried on a stick yeah and after a few times of that she's like i see what you're doing and then she just went to her bed and laid down she was like <laughs> i'm not i'm not falling for that trick so eventually on sunday i had to hook her up to a leash and i mean i i practically had to drag her down the steps but she like she adjusted real fast i already had like treats going down each step she ate each treat while she's going down a step, but she crawled down those steps. Like, honestly, Patrick, the first thing I thought of was the liquor zombies in Resident Evil. You know, when they're climbing on <laughs> oh, the wall yes. uh-huh. and they're spread eagle, like the way they spread their legs. That's exactly what she looked like. It was kind of creepy, but also really funny because she's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like she didn't know what to do with her paws or where to go. But she she creeped down the steps and we've done it now like three or four times since then. And uh, she's mastered the stairs. So. Nice. Uh, I'm very happy about that because she's, she's, I think she's 40, getting on 45 pounds, and I can't carry her forever. That's just going to be just not good. I'm getting old. Can't handle that. So, too old for yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Getting too old for this stuff, indeed. Speaking of getting too old, um, we turned three years old this past weekend. We did. We, we absolutely did. did. Wow. It just crept up on us. Three years of podcasting we have accomplished. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. It is pretty Uh, cool. We wanted to just take a moment and just celebrate it. 
Ronnie's going to give a belated celebration, share some memories. Celebrate good times. Come on. Celebrate. Celebration. Sing it. Yeah, we're going to, we're, there's a party going on right here. Celebration. It's not going to last throughout the year. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. We got time for that. But your good uh, times and your laughter too. That's right. Isn't it so funny when you talk through a song? It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is it's weird. Why, loses, why are we magic. doing this? Um, but the first one thing I want to ask you guys, and this question has been inspired by Chris the Rock. Mm. I just want to take a moment and just share what have been your favorite moments over the past three years and to stir your memories, your, your thought juices. Uh, Chris the Rock is going to inspire us this moment. He said, I really liked episode 98 embarrassments that was a fun one when we shared our embarrassing stories uh number 110 our origin story where we recounted how we got together yeah and 123 the gmg predictions episode i think that was predictions for 2021 or what we predicted in 2020 i predict we don't know what that episode was you're probably right (laughs) Uh, but you do know episode 129 which he also mentions celebrity dream fights yes that's a good Uh, one but he said but of course all the episodes are amazing thank you you're so sweet you the best yeah he said my favorite memory is a selfish one the start of a great friendship lucas and ryan were looking for a third player to play alien nation with them and i happened to be a bit on discord that day and showed interest and the rest is history i now consider many of you brothers but not in a light Hebrew way. Real brothers I can count on that lift you up when you need to. Yeah. Couldn't say it any better. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. yeah. Great memories, Chris the Rock. Thanks for sharing, buddy. So uh, do you guys have any memories you want to share? Anything looking back on that you have enjoyed highlights? Yeah. Yeah, and mine is the ones where we uh, had to remove parts from an episode. Oh that, yeah, that are <laughs> off into the ether. That's uh, mm-hmm. those those are some fun points. Um, those are some, some fun ones. One of the memorable ones was when we did uh, an improv episode, and I was muted the entire episode. <laughs> So instead I know of, all about that life. Instead of re-recording <laughs> the episode, uh, I just took the audio from everyone else and I just input new audio for me listening to you guys. It was and I had I tried to remember what I said. So when I said something and you respond to it, responded to it, it made sense. That's crazy, man. And no one's the wiser. It was an, it was only it was only like a 45, 50 minute episode. So it wasn't too bad. And then it was one of those ones where I didn't talk too much. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't bad. Um, but uh, you, but yeah, you said I, it was improv, right? It was improv. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you could have said anything. Right. Exactly. Just... So it, it wasn't like a long two hour episode where I needed right. to be like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know what I said. So yeah, um, you had it a you had it a little better than me where I was throughout the entire episode. We had to make me disappear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, we, yeah, we had to we, ghost you from the episode. Some magic here to yeah. to keep our our uh, our weekly episodes coming out. So I think so, those are those are the some some of the fun memories. I do like it when we do some out, do outtakes. Yep, uh, as on some yeah. episodes, those are always fun to listen to when I'm re-editing the podcast. For sure, Mark. How about you? Um, 
Yeah, I think for me, um, a lot of the ones like that we're, you know, we're super passionate about the topic that we're talking about, like anything, anything nerdy, like, you know, uh, video games, movies and stuff like that. Obviously, um, I love the fact of uh, that we've been able to have some really cool people on the show, both, you know, joiners and, you know, people outside from different different walks of life, different parts of the industry. Obviously, we had one tonight that was pretty awesome. Um, both, uh, Justine Huxley and, um, wow. Pathfinder. Yep. Pathfinder. I'm trying to remember his name. Yep. So Chris, Chris Edgerly. Chris Edgerly. Thank there you. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, 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 trust me. I really like his work and yep. it was just blank. Sorry, Chris. Minute, but... We know you're listening. Yeah. We, we apologize on Mark's behalf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and having, having Norman, Norm Caruso on the show, the gaming historian, those yeah. were awesome, awesome episodes where just get to. Don't forget Pick. half of the hosts for the Married to the Games podcast. Yeah, we have one more to complete the set. Oh, yes. three out of the four. Three out Sorry, of the four. Tim. I forgot about you. <laughs> it was the most recent one there, Lucy. Yeah, we know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we know you're listening, Tim. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have three to get, out of four. We'll one have to get Chris one. on here pretty soon. That old Texan. Yep. Texan yep. boy. Nice. But uh, obviously, uh, acknowledging our, our uncle podcast and how much yeah, they mean to us. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to put. It's hard. It's hard to like rank our 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 guests because each one dot brought a different flavor. Yeah, uh, to to them all. So I I really did enjoy all the all the guest spots that we for had. sure. So it's been it's yeah. been really nice to to have a community, to have joiners, to have mm-hmm. um, friends and family that that are out there and um, want to be a part of a part of a conversation. So it's been really nice, especially people we don't even know. Like yeah. why why come on the Good Morning Guys because they because they want to and that's really cool. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, I, I think uh, the first episodes that came to mind that I really liked are some of our older ones, like the episode where we talked about death. And you would I bring think, that one up. Huh? <laughs> I said you would bring up like the most would, serious one we ever did. <laughs> one of the most serious, but it's it was such a, uh, especially knowing that you guys were very nervous about it and very yeah. much like, I don't know how this is going to go talking about death. And I feel like, you know, we got to the joiners got to know you guys got to know all of us way more. Sure. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I think those surprise moments where, you know, each of us have had where we've kind of bared our souls, like shared a little bit, uh, of maybe you know tougher stuff to deal with but it's still like we you know we talk about we talk about games but we talk about the game of life and uh so that's been that's been some of the highlights for me besides of course you know the silly stuff and improv yeah. i mean the, we only, the very first only... improv where we had no idea what was going on <laughs> and we just whatever came out of our mouths that's sometimes my favorite because i don't plan anything and it's great just to show up and be like yeah, yeah. let's talk and and we didn't just uh, the only not only death. I mean, we talked about love. We talked about yeah, connections, for sure. and we get we got we get into the serious times just so just to to let let you in or let all of us into our the way we think, the way we live, the way we love. You know, it's it's been uh, yeah, it's been really cool to to mix those in because it keeps. I mean, we could be silly all day. You know, that's it's fun. It's fun and all, but. Being serious from time to time uh, is really healthy for the soul. We did one on faith as well, didn't we? We did. We did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's that what I'm feeling. Uh, original. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Here is a third 
anniversary quickfire from the one and only Lord Zucor. Oh. This will be 20 minutes. Oh, Nate. Hope <laughs> yes. you're ready. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, we're going to go in the order of top to bottom on my screen. That helps none of us. <laughs> I know. That's part of the fun. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be Mark, me, and then Patrick. You're last. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So here we go. Mark, you ready? No, but here we go. Great. Favorite movie trilogy. Uh, Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Back to the Future. Mm. Oh yeah, that's dang it. Nope, it's too late. It's yeah, I, yours is good. Yours. Was I can't. Good. I can't be mad. Wait, at hold on, hold on. Which trilogy? The OG. Okay. You win. As long as you don't say the this prequels, you're good. <laughs> no, there's three separate prequels. Jar Jar Binks, trilogies. favorite character ever. No, uh, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut your face. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite game trilogy. Ooh. 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 This is going to be a lightning round. Oh, man. The Arkham series. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, man, I don't know. I'm going to have to go Uncharted. On this one, oh, even though, like, without Uncharted Four, oh, I don't oh, know. Uncharted Four, you need it. You have to uh, have it. Bonus, I'm gonna... bonus. You yeah, get, bonus. You need that. Yeah. All right, good. Uncharted <laughs> with on with four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need that. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh man, yeah, that makes sense too. That makes sense. All right. Uh, next one is top three pizza toppings. So pepperoni, sausage. And I mean, cheese is a given, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yes. cheese and oh, sauce and bread. Don't even choose that. Yeah. I'm going to choose marinara, uh, cheese, and bread. <laughs> and dough. <laughs> <laughs> I like me some dough. Yeah, I'm 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 an all meats kind of guy. So pepperoni, you know, sausage, ham, any of that kind of stuff. All right, chicken. All right. I know that's, that's more than three. Okay, three, three Mark. <laughs> Quit breaking the system. Listen, uh, yeah, don't don't just... give me that, Mister Eighty Two Honorable Mentions. <laughs> he already has an honorable mention in a trilogy. I don't know what you're talking about. That's right, I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, mine would be pepperoni. Also, um, before moving to Brazil, it wasn't pepperoni, but now that I've lived in Brazil for whatever reason, I love pepperoni pizza. Huh. Uh, so pepperoni, and then ham and pineapple. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, you yeah. make me sad, but okay. I know. I was hoping I can get on board make with a few that. people sad. I can get on board with that. Give me that sweet and salty. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with pepperoni, bacon, and onion. Ooh. Not mad at that. Yeah, Lost man. on the onion. But Not my thing. But... It's got to be thick crust. Okay. Yep. Got to be the pan. Got to be the pan. I don't, want right. to, I don't want a thin crust, pepperoni, bacon, and an onion because the onion overpowers too much. Yeah. Thick crust, then you get more of that greasiness. Gotcha. All right. Uh, top three cake flavors. And then in quotation, not quotations, in parentheses, it says, Is cheesecake really cake? I don't know if that's like, a, you have to give your top three cake flavors and then answer okay. the question, Is cheesecake really cake? So, okay. go. Um, top three would be um, so there's this particular type of cake that i that i always get this is the one i told you about from kroger the um the um caramel frosted cake right yeah love that um i'm also there's actually gingerbread cake yeah okay actually really good okay okay 
um, and also any type of spice cake. Okay, very good. Um, The first one I thought of has, uh, I think, multiple names, but I'm going to go with the safe for work name called the Tom Selleck cake. Is that is that a name you guys have heard? I don't know. Or no, no, better better than. Oh, okay, gotcha. The better than cake. Uh, I don't know. Is can I what, say that word? What kind of what kind of cake is it? I mean, we've had other words said on this podcast. That's tonight, true. So. It's it's called better than sex cake. Oh, okay. It's got a. Is it? It's. I mean, I don't. I'm kind of like Joey, where it's like. <laughs> so you know yeah that's my answer to that uh so there's that cake all right okay. <laughs> it's hard to beat that cake uh, there's that cake and then there is uh, a cake that my wife has made in the past called tres leches cake three milks cake it's a it's a mexican cake or uh yeah and then the last one is I'm just going to go with strawberry shortcake with uh, mm. strawberry whipped cream and just good old fashioned yellow spongy cake. Good pick. Uh-huh. Good yep. pick. Uh, right. I am what also going to go with strawberry shortcake. Yeah. The Oreo ice cream cake. Can I, oh, can I, yeah. can I choose that one? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to say cheesecake. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't answer the question, Mark. Is cheesecake cake? <sighs> has cake in the name yeah i guess technically it's not like a pie because it doesn't have a full-on like crust in the like in the way that it's yeah it does it has a pumpkin pie is the exact same form as a cheesecake it's got the creamy filling that makes it and then it's got a crust but i I can say i can that means pumpkin pie is you don't say pumpkin cake Pumpkin cake no, is totally different. It doesn't matter what the name is. It matters what its but structure is. What is, what is cheese pie? It. Is there a cheese pie? I will it's, say It is a pie. It's, it not, is a is there's, it's, it's not a cake. It's not fully structured like a pie. It's fake. And I, fake I will cake. say this. It's because the hot it dog have, of sandwiches. <laughs> it doesn't have the full-on crust where it goes up and, and, and behind the... Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Cheesecake no, it has the full back and then the bottom. It makes to you. No, no cheesecake I've ever had has had that. You've well, had the wrong cheesecake. What I've had yeah. a cheesecake factory has the back part that holds it. If you don't put that there, then it just flops out the back. From what I remember, that does not have a back to it. Cheesecake is not cake. It's a lie. What, what is a lie? Well, I'm cheesecake not calling it cheesecake. Truth be told, cheesecake, you've been calling it wrong. It's cheese. Yeah, it's cheese pie. <laughs> dessert. Well, cheese I tell dessert. you what. Well, you want some dessert? I'm not Gross. calling it I got some pie. cheese. So that's like, that's like chocolate drink. That's like you. <laughs> like, I mean, I love you. Don't get me wrong. But you look at the ingredients as like chocolate drink. It's like. I got, I got a, uh, I got what pop is this? that's in the fridge right now. It's called Red Pop. <laughs> red Pop? Yeah. It's called Red Pop. Yeah, red pop. Yeah, yeah. All is right. it pop or is it water? Yep. I don't know. Marco, how close are we to twenty minutes yet? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're pushing yeah. along. Okay, next. All right, last one. Cheesecake. Oh no, there's two more. Uh, okay, Mark. Here we go. Any game you've beaten three times? Any game? Oh, and he said besides Dead Cells, Lucas. Yeah, Ocarina of Time. I mean, I could say Hades. <laughs> That would be, that's I mean, that's, I mean, it's, you know, 
it's it is what it is um yeah i don't i can't think i can't think of another one off the top of my head so i'm gonna go with oh wait no all the the baby platinum games that i've beaten with chris so i've beaten all those games yeah the region unlocks i've beaten a bunch of those three times so mechabolt uh jack and jill dx uh what else uh there's a bunch of them so just to name a couple all right go ahead patrick resident evil one og for playstation evil Mm -hmm. good one probably the only game i had the entire year because i didn't have a job then so oh there you go (laughs) yeah there you go all right mark one thing you want to accomplish in the next three years this is so not a quick fire question. No, it oh, is not. That's, that's, uh, that's deep. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. Oh, gosh. Um, writing more music. Okay. okay. Writing more music. Mm-hmm. I was so uh, waiting for Mark's answer that I didn't actually think of mine. So. <laughs> uh, distraction. Uh, distraction. What I want to accomplish in the next three years. Um. I don't know. I'd like to I'd like to do a mission trip in another country with Brazilians. Cool. Let's go with that. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead, Pat? Patrick. So, um podcast wise, I want to get to episode 300. Okay. Um I, I hope we get to that, that in the next think, 3 years. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we who knows? You never know what's going to happen. What are we at right now? We're at 158. 158 yeah i yeah. did say that so if we're still going yeah. three years i, I think I, I i love doing this i'd love to continue to do it all right yeah that's a good one that's mm-hmm. a good one well speaking of that um double bacon king tim pollen said thanks for the three years of entertainment when you all started the podcast did you think all four of you would make it this long no <laughs> So well, okay. So uh, let me let me qualify. You had that. no aspirations or no idea. I, uh, truth be told, I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, you know, I knew I was in it for the long haul, and I was committed to to trying to go as far as we can with it. But I didn't have any expectations as to how far it would go, and and I have been surprised by the community, the awesome community that we have. So. Yeah, I would second that. I didn't I didn't go one way or the other. It wasn't like, yeah, we'll see how far this goes. Uh, it definitely wasn't like that. But it wasn't at the same time like, we are going to make a GMGU and take over the internet. Uh, <laughs> no, it was just a matter of, let's see where it goes. And so, I mean, I think when you have four hosts and you have four, you know, you know we have similarities and passions and things that we you know, that we all like, but we have many different temperaments and personalities. And, and so there's always in the back of your head, like, is this really going to gel? Is it going to work together? And, you know, I feel like we've really made it work and made it a a kind of a escape every week to where, you know, there's very few weeks. If I'm speaking, honestly, there are very few weeks when I've been like, all right, I got to put on my game face, got to hang out with these guys. And I mean, I don't, I don't even know if there's ever been a week where I've been like, ugh, like, you know, where it's like a job or whatever. It's always been a, I, I get to hang out with my boys. I get to hang out with the guys. And so um, I've, I've been impressed that we've made it this long, but I'm also not really that surprised. So 
I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah, um, uh, I'm, I am 100% with you guys. You know, I had no idea, you know, how long this would be, you know, I had no idea three years, you know, like never miss in a week. And some, some day, sometimes multiple episodes a week, sometimes three episodes a week. Yeah. Never, never <laughs> thought that that we would, we would do something like that. Um, I mean, there, 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 were, there have been, there were times when I was editing the podcast. This is like early on. Oh yeah. Uh, it was where like 12 hours. I, did, I didn't know how to edit and I had to learn how to edit. And it took, took me a while. And there were times where I'm just like, I don't want to edit anymore. You know, I, I remember we had those side conversations about like, I want to take a break from editing. And now since we've been doing it for three years, one, we've gotten better at it. And two, we found better ways to do it. We've, um, with, with technology and zoom and the way what, what Mark's doing with his crowdfunded PC and all that stuff, it's been so much easier to do all this stuff now, um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, but like, like you said, Lucas, it's never felt like a job because it's always been fun. Even in the most difficult, tough times, um, it's still fun. Yep. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Well, that's, uh, I think that's all we got for our hang with Ron Wasserman and, of course, uh, the day in the life of the GMG crew and just celebrating three sweet years of uh, podcasting together. Here's to three more, like Patrick already said. Um, you know, and as is tradition, some quick housekeeping to wrap things up. Where we offer towels, fluff pillows, topped with Andy's candies, and tip you off to the GMG news you need to know. Uh, just to remind you, the GMG stream team, Offering content and conversations Sunday to Saturday. Check out Mark on Saturdays most of the week playing multiplayer games like Splitgate, Fort Splitgate, Splitgate. Wow. Fortnite, <laughs> Love some Splitgate. You can join him anytime you want. Yeah, no, seriously, folks. If you want to jump on Twitter, Discord, uh, call Mark up on the telephone, you can get that rotary phone going. You can uh, you can join him. He would love it if you joined. So yes, please. Uh, it's, it's not just uh, watching a stream. It's hanging out and playing games with friends. Uh, you can also check out Chris at the Butt Crack of Dawn every day except for Friday at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Why He's is it continuing... called the Butt Crack of Dawn? That's a good question because... Nope, I got nothing. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. yeah, I, I already used up all no my No Mark facts for that. I need the so, answer in the Discord stat. Yeah, right now. Write it in. The, the reason for the butt crack of dawn. Uh, yeah, so he's playing Days Gone, the GMG VGBC game that Patrick and I are dragging our feet on, but we'll play eventually. Uh, and then he's playing Borderlands 2 with me and our buddy Blaze. And then finally, I'm are just you, continuing. Are you guys going to play Borderlands 3? Probably. Are you going to go straight into that? Okay. Wait, I mean, we've talked about it. We'll see. It depends on how Borderlands 2 goes. We might put a game or two in between and then maybe... Because we've heard Borderlands 3 is really, really good and improves on some mechanics and stuff. Hit so. me up when you guys get in. Okay. Sounds good. And Sorry, then, uh, Chrissy. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, and then I'm streaming... Uh, Hades probably will be streaming some platinum games, some trophy hunting games, uh, and all that jazz in the coming weeks. And uh, even maybe have some devotional Bible reading times, prayer times, talking about God, life, all those good things. So feel free to join us, twitch.tv, and then some names afterwards. Uh, if stream is not your thing, you can tweet with us on Twitter, discourse with us on Discord. Um, links are in the show notes. 
And we would also appreciate, of course, uh, some ratings and reviews on podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Uh, it helps us re- reach new joiners. So yes, it'd be really it, cool it, if you could do that. It really does help us reach new people. Um, this past week, we got it looked like we had hit a spike in our listens, and I think some people, new people, are listening. So yeah, rate and review us if you can. Uh, if you've already done that, great. If you ha- if your mom hasn't done it, if your sister hasn't done it, grab their phone. Get rate on us. There. Rate <laughs> us. Grab it. it and takes less and, than five minutes. Uh, yes, it's fantastic for us. Mucho mm-hmm. appreciado. Yeah, would would really yeah. appreciate it. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And then the last thing we are building a GMG MAST 100 list or the good morning guys, music and songs, top 100 list. And so I think we have a few picks to share this week. Mm-hmm. Ronnie will share two next week as is tradition. And, uh, yeah. So Hey, all you joiners out there in podcast land, you're listening to the and song top 100 countdown here on your favorite podcast station wgmg fm patrick yes do you remember your song i don't do you know your song i don't remember it <laughs> mark mark can you help want me to out? remind patrick <laughs> i gave song? it to him like four it's, weeks ago it's, it's johnny cash's Folsom prison blues oh yes the Folsom prison blues that's so uh my <laughs> my wife she blows her nose and it gets like really loud and every time she blows her nose, it sounds like a train. So whenever she I blows it, I, I start singing. <laughs> I hear the train coming. It's rolling around the bend. Nice. Did and, it make you make you want to shoot a man in Reno just to watch him die? Just to watch him die. Yeah. So I, I and um, I yeah I love that. And then that um, that Johnny Cash uh, movie with Joaquin Phoenix, the walk, yeah, the, walk line. the line. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, that's a good movie. If you like Johnny cash, I yeah. really like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was first recorded for his 1955 album, Johnny cash and his hot blue guitar is the name of that album. Uh, wrote the song after seeing the inside inside of uh, Folsom prison. He later recorded it live in Folsom prison, of course. Um, and uh, he was talking about the song and, and he came up, he actually came up with that line at, I uh, uh, shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Now it's interesting. I think Folsom Prison, I think, is in California. I want to say, um, but yet he shot a man in Reno, and he's in a prison in California. But anyway, um, so uh, he said, "I sat in, with my pen in my hand, trying to think of the worst reason a person could have for killing another person, and that's what came to mind." And also, uh, they pointed out that. Uh, when they first originally recorded the song, Cash didn't have a drummer in the studio, so he basically stuck a dollar bill inside his uh, guitar strings and used that as percussion. Oh, wow! Okay. I don't understand how that works. I don't know how. To, I don't know either. But you have to listen okay. to the track, the OG track. I guess. I guess we got to listen to it. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Lucas, All what's right. your pick? My pick is Weird Al Yankovic's Amish Paradise. Mm, perfect. Be- perfect. Off beautiful. of. 1996 is Bad Hair it's, Day. Yep, that's right. And this song, I remember it was one of the first songs that I just memorized for the fun, fun of it. Um, we West Virginians, we don't actually have a lot of experience with Amish, but I know that uh, it just is a great song. Like I loved, I mean, I, I grew up also listening to Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Yeah. Uh, but that was a little too serious for me. 
Yeah. I, I liked Amish Paradise way better and just Weird Al's music. And to me, it just personifies his music and just that genre. So, yeah, yeah. Weird Al's the king of parodies. He's really good at crafting new stuff out of out of previously made songs. Interestingly, bleh, interestingly enough, you brought up Coolio. Uh, the main issue with this song is, you know, he recorded it for this for this Bad Hair Day album. He got permission from the record label to to, to do the song because you mainly have to get permission from the artist or the record label. He did not get permission from Coolio. Um, wow. He got permission from the record label. So he had the legal the legality, the legal means to do it. But Coolio was not too happy when he uh, when he did the song. Um very much not a fan of any interviews he had. He's like, yeah, they didn't ask me and I didn't appreciate that. But um, later on, later on in life, um, you know, they, they went ahead and and made amends and they're all good friends now. And uh, in hindsight, Coolio was like, yeah, I don't know why I was mad. It was was awesome to have your, your song parodied by weird Al. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, for a while there was some bad blood between him and, uh, crazy coolio all right um, i actually have ronnie's pick um oh fair enough yeah so he will not have to do two his pick was the smashing pumpkins disarm which very very simple smashing pumpkins very kind of chill uh, smashing pumpkin song um it's written for their uh, it was the third single off their album siamese dream um in 1993 uh, which was actually banned from uk radio uh from the bbc um because um, hmm. there are some pretty questionable psycho killer type lyrics uh in the in the songs which were kind of offensive to the brits um so it's funny even though it hit like number i think it hit number one or number two or something like that on the, on the uk charts um it got banned from radio <laughs> so um but still really chill song even though there's a lot of killer references but um and finally my pick is uh this will be one of many worship songs on the chart uh, mm-hmm. on our list mm-hmm. uh, and this is one of my favorite my one of my favorite worship songs is a song called revelation song yep um it was written by a lady named jenny Re- jenny lee riddle uh it was written back in the late 90s it was actually based off she she got the idea for the song or at least she was inspired um by a song from the late 80s called uh i hear angels by a guy by the name of garrett gustafson um and um later on several years later after she had become a mom and she was going through one of those rough days as a mom she she that song brought back a lot of um just a lot of pictures of you know revelation 4 in the throne room of heaven and just that whole that whole picture and she was inspired to write the song and like i have to be careful in being a worship leader putting that in in worship sets i i tend to be very sparing with that song because like there's just something that hits different about that song i don't want to play it out i remember singing that song uh when i was in chorus for church yeah and uh yeah it's one of my favorites it's a good pick yeah man but that is uh that's it for me sweet all righty then pat mark and the spirit of ronnie J, along with you our beloved friends family and joiners go get your good morning this week and may god bless and guide your lives as you live as you work and as you game one two
punch me in the face <laughs> i think i might have i don't know <laughs> figuratively he punched me in the face all right you guys got some bleeping to do oh, shoot did you write down <laughs> i didn't i did not oh no okay well then I'll, i don't i didn't know he was gonna i'm pretty go sure there. this That's... is the second time this has happened marcus you gotta warn these people it's family friendly or what i don't know yeah. maybe it's one of patrick's oh. guests but we've had this has happened before 